This week's episode is sponsored by Smart Home. Looking to simplify your life? Whether it's planning your week or just remembering where your appointments are, Smart Home can help with that. They provide everything from personal assistants like Google Home or Alexa to automated lighting systems and security cameras like Ring for your home. Their products are affordable, easy to program devices that communicate over your home's existing wiring and over radio frequency signals. That means that your appointments are always remembered and that your house is always safe. As a thank you for listening to our podcast, you can use the discount code NERD10, that's N-E-R-D-1-0, at checkout for 10% off on their website, smarthome.com. You can follow them at Smart Home on Instagram and at Smart Home Inc. on Twitter. Hi, I'm Lydia Shimfole, and you're about to listen to my interview on Pop Nerd Lounge. Welcome to Pop Nerd Lounge, the podcast for the creative soul. I'm your host, Steph Pham. Our guest today is the host of the Creepy Tech Podcast. She takes a look at the darker side of technology and helps her listeners make conscious choices about how they want to use technology in their everyday life. She's also the founder of the CrossPods Network, helping fellow podcasters out there, and we'll get into all the wonderful work they do. We talk about podcasting, branching out, and she tells me what keeps her engaged whenever she listens to other podcasts. This is Lydia Shimpole. Welcome to Popner Lounge. My guest today is Lydia Shimpole. Lydia, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. This is great. How did you begin getting into podcasting? Ooh, okay, so maybe like six or seven years ago, my sisters were telling me, hey, you need to listen to podcasts, you need to do this, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, eh, I'm not really interested. And then I found the Joe Rogan podcast once I got the job in Seattle right out of college. And I moved here and I was by myself. I was working literally 10 hour days, four days a week. And I, I just needed something to like listen to during that time. So after I found Joe's podcast, I started binge listening, and now I'm in a rabbit hole where I'm obsessed with podcasting. So, <laughs> And with you being a part of the podcast community and hosting your own show, did you hear from other podcasters who probably didn't have a big of an audience, maybe like as Joe's, did you hear that they were kind of struggling to get payment for advertisers? Because we had mentioned before in our little pre-chat that it's kind of difficult to get payment unless you have a high number of downloads. So you, were you finding that throughout the community? Yeah. So when I started my first podcast, which was called What You Need Podcast, I was just doing it for fun. And then I started hearing like a whole bunch of podcasters advertising and talking about monetizing their podcasts and as like such a small podcast at that time, just doing guest interviews, it was it was kind of hard to understand exactly what I would need and how to contact these people. So I started doing some research and then I took a break from podcasting for like two years and then I came back to it. And at that time, I had learned so much just about like contacting companies and finding like PR information and all that kind of stuff that I started doing it for my podcast, the Creepy Tech Podcast. After that, I finally got one sponsor, and then I just sat down and I was talking to other podcasters, and they were like, hey, we saw that you did this, how do I do the same thing for myself? And I, it, it just became like a repetitive question all the time. So 
I decided to start CrossPods. And I literally had that idea in the middle of the night, woke up the next morning, just made the website, made everything, and just launched it. And I was like, let's see where this goes. So that's where I am now. Yeah. And before we get into CrossPods, can you tell us the story behind your own podcast, the, tre- the Creepy Tech Podcast? Can you tell us how that got conceptualized and what your story is behind that? So the Creepy Tech Podcast is basically uh, a weekly deep dive into the darker side of modern technology. So like the things that we are using that are taking advantage of our privacy, of our location, like all of those kinds of things. I wanted to look at it and see how we're changing as the human race, basically, because of technology. And uh, yeah, they're just short episodes, basically inspired by my love of technology. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's deep dive into CrossPods. Uh, like you said, that you set it up and it became like a network for podcasters, not only to connect with each other and maybe like do episodes on each other's podcasts, but in a way promote other podcasters and hopefully get partnerships, uh, which is what you're helping us out with. Can you tell us a little bit about what CrossPods does in reference to maybe looking up with certain companies or helping other podcasters network with each other? So CrossPods, we basically take a whole bunch of small podcasts and we help them share on social media. We help them connect with people who are looking for advertising uh, opportunities. We help them contact people if they need guests, that kind of thing. So we just, we even help them do cover art and like starting a podcast if you don't already have a podcast. You can just talk through with us and we'll tell you all the pros and cons of the different hosting platforms, where to set up your RSS feeds, like all of that kind of stuff, how to set up tracking uh, and analytics. Yeah, for the most part. And then recently we've started doing affiliate marketing where we put your direct links on your listing on CrossBots so that people can just go to your listing and click through and they'll get the offers that you currently advertise so that's a pretty cool thing I like that too you know and being a part of it because you've helped us out with the affiliate partnership with uh, smart home I I believe and it's been absolutely amazing and we're so grateful that you you were able to to do that with us speaking of which so how have your tribe of creatives using across pods how have you heard about the feedback of it benefiting their own their own show and their own podcast uh, a lot of people have said that they've seen an uptick in their downloads, which I was very happy about, or just new listeners submitting reviews on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they've been getting a lot more feedback from listeners, which I think is very important. So, This time is a very strange time for everybody. We are in the middle of quarantine. And I know there's a lot of people out there who want to start their own podcast. What would be your advice to people who are in this strange time and who want to use this free time to start their own show? Ooh, do something you love. Like, cover something that you love talking about. You research it on your free time, that kind of thing. Don't just look at what's going on in the media and be like, oh, coronavirus, I should do a podcast just about the coronavirus. <laughs> That's going to get lots of downloads because once this is over, it's going to fall and you're going to get bored of it because you're doing it without this passion for it. 
So I think definitely focus on something that you love. Yeah, because you want it to sustain, essentially. Like, that's the premise of a show is you want maybe a topic or maybe like a focus where it can continue living on depending on either the guests that you bring on or the topics that you cover. You want something that will be evergreen is what we call it in the podcasting world. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree. And I, I find that um, when I'm doing things that I'm not really passionate about, I get burnt out very quickly. So yeah, that's a big thing to watch out for. And people can hear it too, like in your tone, if you're not excited about it, they can hear that you're just doing it for the sake of getting downloads. Which is, I think that's one of the things that makes me the saddest is when like I'm obsessed with one podcast and slowly over time I start realizing that they're just doing it, not because they love it, but just now that they have advertisers, they have to make a podcast episode. So I think that's one of the things that I want to avoid in any aspects of like my creative projects. What has been an obstacle that you faced either with your business or podcasting, and how have you overcome it? <laughs> ah, the, cur- the current crisis right now, actually. So with advertising, that's going to go down because of the coronavirus, which is kind of depressing, but let's hope that it blows over pretty quickly so that everybody else can start making an income from their podcasts again. Yeah, we don't really have a plan for it at this time, just kind of figuring out new ways to make you guys go to make you guys money so we love hearing that because I know that it is a hard time for everybody and yeah it definitely is a struggle that we debated about running our ask we're like is anybody should we should we run ads at this time but we were like okay let's truck on let's press on we you know we made this commitment and we want to like show that we're still legit and we want you know we want to press on and we want to we want to continue our show in the, the spirit that we intended it to. What's a skill that you think podcasters need to really hone in on? Ooh, that's a good one. Let's see. Ooh, branching out. So, like, not just doing the same thing over and over again. I know that um, sometimes listening back in on our own voices on our podcast episodes is a little bit hard. <laughs> But we kind of, we, we should do that. So just listen back on your podcast episodes, the ones that you thought you didn't do the best, and figure out how you could do that better. And sometimes the best way to do that is to branch out and try something new. So I don't think that we should be afraid of, oh, like, I should start off my podcast episode a little bit differently. Or I've said this a lot. Or I say um a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just looking back, listening back, and kind of making it better as you go. Exactly. You know, when I when I produce my show or when I edit my show, that is truly when I am my own worst critic. My one thing that I absolutely hate, and I try not to take away too much, I want my show to sound organic, but I abhor, like my, my vocal tics, I'm like, I hate the ums, the uhs. And so I try to listen back and I'm like, okay, I'm saying this a lot. I need to be more aware of it and be more conscious of it. And I need to, you know, improve. And it actually, it's been helping. Like I've noticed season to season. I'm like, oh, I don't usually say that as much as I used to. That's good. It is definitely good to listen back to what you've recorded and, and to make notes of what you can do better for the next episode. It's the worst. <laughs> like you just hear it and you're like cringing on the inside. <laughs> 
Oh God, me too. Me too. Every time I sit down and I'm like, oh, and it's not the guest. I love every single one of my guests, but every time I listen to my own voice, I'm like, oh, like I just, I, I cringe. Um, when we live in such an ADD society, what makes you continue to listen to a podcast? Anything that's tech related, like I can't get enough of it. So I have to go back. Or if I read something very strange, I'll try and search to see if there's anything, any podcasts out there about it. So if I find that, I will continue coming back. And as long as there's really like good audio quality, <laughs> that's another thing. So yes. Yes. God bless everybody who's trying to put together a podcast, but they like, and there's no shade to anybody, but I, I remember just listening to podcasts out there and Hey, I'll throw shade in my own podcast. Cause there's been episodes where like, I've had to use the audio from my cell phone because my mic wasn't working or whatever. And so I, you know, I've been there, but yeah, like having that pristine audio is definitely a big bonus because you're like, yes, I can listen to this. You actually care about the quality of your sound. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so sure. hard. Like I ended up in my last apartment. I fixed up the second bedroom to be like a complete studio. So I did like the soundproofing. I got all my lights and everything because I was gonna get into like YouTube and also posting those podcast episodes on YouTube. But now that I've moved, everything is a mess. <laughs> but I'm working back to it, so we'll see. We'll, look, we'll have to look out for that because I've actually tried to, I was thinking about venturing into video podcasting and sharing these conversations that I've been having on to YouTube. We're not quite there yet because we're like, maybe, maybe like we want to save our YouTube platform whenever we do have a studio someday and we get our guests in and, you know, it looks more professional, but I'm like, you know what? I love what we're doing right now and we'll get to more videos too. I think we have a plan for that coming up on our next season. Whenever you produce an episode, what is the desired outcome? Ooh. It depends. All right, so for Creepy Tech, the desired outcome is usually to find something that's insane that we're just using like, on a daily basis, but some insane aspect of it that nobody's talking about. And um, just bringing that information to listeners so that they're aware that this is happening and they can make a choice whether or not they want to continue using it. And then for CrossPods, I would say just featuring new podcasts that people haven't heard of yet and just making sure that as many people can discover it as possible. So, yeah. What is something that you're curious about? Let's see. I think I would have to say self-development. That's one of the things that I find myself searching out books for, watching videos, just finding new ways to discover who I am. So, yeah. I love that. I, I, I remember going to, when we actually went to bookstores, <laughs> when there was a time when we went to bookstores, I would check out all these like, God, what what is like, what's the title of that book? The Hidden, is it? No, 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 no. I'm mixing up titles. I'm mixing up book titles, but it's like the one that I'm blanking on the title, but it was a really good self-help book. And I'm so sorry to the author that I'm blanking on your title, your book, but it, yeah, I'm addicted to self-help books too. And there's actually one that I'm currently reading. It's about interviewing and the power of like how you form your questions, even beforehand, like pitching out to people who you want to interview 
going through the process, starting the conversation and how to end it well. Like it's just been a really great book to help educate me on to improve my interview skills. So I'm definitely a big advocate on self-help books. Let me know when you remember the name because I would love to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let's see here. What, why do you podcast? (laughs) I like to keep myself busy. So it's very hard for me to sit down and like do nothing on my weekends. So I have to fill it with something. So at this point, it's podcasting and studying. So. (laughs) And my final question would be, what is your advice to fellow podcasters out there? Don't get discouraged if your podcast that you just started does not get a whole bunch of listeners very quickly because initially when I started Creepy Tech, I had maybe like three downloads for every episode and then I took a break for a couple of months and I come back onto Spotify and I find out that I've reached 12,000 downloads and I was like, when did that happen? Like, how did that happen? And I jumped right back into it. And after that, it's just, it kept growing. And I hadn't looked at my um, Instagram, all of those analytics before. And then when I popped back in and I looked at them, I was getting like messages from people saying, hey, thanks for sending this. Like this, this is actually pretty cool. And I didn't know this was happening. So don't get discouraged. As long as your intention is to help people or to provide some kind of positivity, then I think it's worth spending your time on. Absolutely. I I relate to that a lot because I remember, I actually just posted about this on Twitter not too long ago, but I remember a year ago, last May, I I was just releasing the second season of our, our podcast, and I remember the first episode, it only had like 10 downloads, and I'm like, but, but there was so much hype. I was like, I hyped it up so much. I put it on social media. Like I was building it up and I was getting people excited. And I was like, there's only 10 downloads. But then you know what? I was like, I'll press on because no matter how big the audience is, if you enjoy it for yourself, that's all that matters is that you're creating. Yeah. You're creating content for yourself. Yeah. And it brings a little bit of joy, like to, at least for me, it brings joy to my life. So If it's doing the same thing for you, then yes, continue doing it. Well, I am going to turn the floor over to you, and we're going to pull the hot ones, and you can plug your social medias, your own podcast, your websites, whatever you want to promote. I'm going to let you have the floor and let the listener know where they can find you. Uh, You can find me on elshampolite.com for that creepy tech podcast, or thecrosspods.com for Crosspods podcast and to submit your podcast if you want to join our network. That's pretty much it. Oh, I guess Instagram too. Instagram at thecrosspods or tech underscore creepy, I believe. And Twitter. Should be the same. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be sure to direct people over to your own podcast and to the network and everything because what you do for us podcasters has been amazing and we are so thankful for you I'm sure other people who are a part of your network are just as grateful because you've helped us out tremendously I'm so, so Lydia, that. yeah Lydia thank you so much for chatting with me thank you oh my god send me that book title once you get it Thank you to Lydia for being such a wonderful guest. I had a great time chatting with her. It's always nice to talk with a fellow podcaster who understands the inner workings of making a podcast and what goes into it. 
um, her takeaway about branching out and trying something new was really refreshing and great to hear because it's true. I sometimes hear podcasters who have found success with a certain niche and a certain subject, they'll just latch onto it and they won't really adapt and evolve their show. Not saying that you have to change your show to fit the trend, but it's about growing and evolving more than following something that's popular. If you want to learn more about Lydia and CrossPods, visit the links in our show notes. Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Essentially, where you listen to podcasts, you can find us. And hey, while you're on these platforms, if you want to give us a rating and review, we would absolutely love it. We want to learn from you what you enjoy about our content, what you don't like about it, and what we can improve upon. This show was created for you, the creative, you, the listener. And so any way you want to give us feedback, we would greatly appreciate it. Take it away. Outro me. Popner Lounge is a two-man operation, rather I should say two-women operation. It is executive produced by Steph Pham and V. Co. V. Co. serves as the show's creative director, and Steph Pham is the show's host and editor. You can find us on social media at Popner Lounge. For an easy, convenient hub of everything Popner Lounge, visit our website, popnerlounge.com. That's it for this week. Tune in next time for another conversation with a fellow creative. I'm Steph Pham.